Breathe life into your own backyard this spring with FastGrowingTrees.com. From shade trees to fresh fruit to privacy hedge plants, let FastGrowingTrees.com help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. FastGrowingTrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plants, shrubs, and tree varieties for your unique climate. And they understand that sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best. No problem. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs, and they're always available to help keep your plants growing healthy through every season. Their website is easy to use, and the shipping's fast. With FastGrowingTrees, 30-day alive and thrive guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. So join over 1.5 million happy Fast Growing Trees customers. Visit FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana now and get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana. That's FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Speaking of the whole situation of equality and equity and outrage and CRT and everything else. I did watch, I finally watched last night that Chris Rock special. What, when did it live stream came? Was it Friday or Saturday? I think it was Friday. It was like their Netflix's first live stream event. And Chris Rock finally addressed the whole Will Smith thing. And I watched it and I thought parts of it were funny, but I also... It's kind of hard to compare him to Dave Chappelle, which I don't think you necessarily have to do. I mean, there's room for everybody. But there was something different about Chris Rock's stand-up routine. And we can't even play any of it because, what did you, how did you describe it? If we, if we had actually tried to censor it because of that. Yeah, it would sound like Morse FCC. code yeah. on the radio. It was, it was bad. There was some, the other, the, one of the parts, I mean, literally almost every other word. He he talked about abortion there for a little bit. And it wasn't going the way that you thought until about halfway through. Because he was sent, he he was proclaiming that he was pro abortion and he was, you know, like a punch card. And then he says, "Yes, I am pro you going to kill your baby." And he's like, "As long as you realize that's what you're doing. You're killing a baby." I mean, he said that without any apology. And there at one point the whole auditorium got quiet. Because there were women who had been cheering him, and then they didn't know what to do after he said that. That was interesting. But he addressed the Will Smith thing, too, which I thought was great. And he had said that, because, it, I, and I agree with him. I always, I, I don't like, I thought, I don't like Will Smith, and I'm not a fan of Jada Smith, because Jada was running her mouth, and I mean, she literally was talking about how she screwed around on her husband and all this other stuff, and everybody was talking about her, and, and, and Chris Rock goes, but I'm the one he slaps. And afterwards, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there with uh, Dana Carvey and David Spade and Arsenio Hall, a bunch of other comedians. Uh, and they were all talking about it. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar had said, yeah, if it was me up on that stage, there wouldn't have been any slapping. But he went after Chris Rock because Chris Rock is tinier than him. I mean, he's not like little bitty, but he's a lot shorter than Will Smith is. But he said it was selective outrage. It was selective outrage. And it was true. I mean, I think Will Smith got tired of being the uh, cuck of the joke, I guess you could say. I mean, his wife was out there talking about all this stuff. Being in, didn't she have the guy that she was sleeping with on her little talk show thing and doing all that stuff? And then they get mad at Chris Rock. 
there was a there was some schadenfreude at, now here's the difference i think with the chris rock what he was talking about and and even to an extent dave Chappelle, because dave Chappelle really kept his stuff i think thirty thousand foot he talked about you know the the transgender outrage to his stuff and all of that but there was something that was a little bit more visceral i think about the chris rock thing because when you watched him get slapped at the oscars and i didn't watch the oscars we just all saw the clip later and then when you hear him, finally, he picked his time. He waited until literally Oscars weekend to do this. I mean, in the Oscars this weekend, he waited right before the Oscars. Like he was going to clap back, but not yet. But is it, let me ask you this, because we were talking about this last night. Do you feel like this is a little bit of schadenfreude generally? And that's why it resonated with some people? I feel like there are a lot of people who see whether or not they watched the performance, but they saw this and they were happy to see someone hit back at this in the manner in that he did. Because it seems like people have been restless. Everyone is trying to maintain this veneer of civility, which is one of the last things that is preventing society from devolving into a hellscape. And it was good to feel as though someone wasn't just hitting back for themselves, but kind of just hitting back for a lot of people in a way. I don't know. It felt like that in some respects. They were done with the woke culture. They're done with the cancel. They're done with all of it. And he did not want to be a scapegoat. He said selective outrage. We always said that wokery was going to cancel comedy. And comedy, believe it or not, that's where they're fighting back. The comedians are going to save, save us from cancel culture. And some of them are waking up. But they are really pushing back against it. Comedy has to have honest conversation in order to exist. And comedy doesn't require your approval of it or not. And it can take many forms, and there are many paths to get to the conclusion. I just, I would hate to think that we live in a society that's so damn fragile that we can't even have comedy anymore. So it was good to see that kind of, and he had said, he goes, everybody's scared. He said, everybody's terrified. This is what I love what he said. He goes, he goes, in the old days, he said, if somebody wanted your job, they worked harder. They'd work harder and they'd get it. Now they don't even do that. They just wait for you to say something stupid. And the absence of any kind of grace, which was my third book, enables it. Their sin just has to be bigger than yours and you're okay. And then their sin has to fit into a couple of these different boxes. And if it does, then you're definitely okay. I mean, that's, that was a, that's a, It's a good point. He said that everyone's full of garbage and that people are typing out woke tweets on a phone made by child slaves. And he was right. And I love, yeah, in Kane notes what he said about Lululemon. He said he was walking past Lululemon store and he saw an ad in there and they were like, we don't support racism. And he was like, I don't care. He's like, give me $20 racist yoga pants. It was hysterical. He's like, they sell those things for, they're they're actually over $100. 
I didn't even know they sold men. Do you know they sold men clothes there? They sold men. They sell men's clothes at Lululemon. Can I just ask you, what in the hell does a man need to be going into Lululemon getting clothes for? Huh? You sell yoga clothes. The hell you need to go into Lululemon to get yoga clothes for? Really, though, I did not even know that. I literally was like this month year old. And I did not know. I thought it was only chicks that I thought it was a chick store. I didn't know dudes. Wait, but I, how much are the dude stuff? Because the women's stuff, and the reason I know how much Lululemon stuff is, is because I have friends who tell me how much the Lululemon stuff is. Is their stuff $100? I mean, it's $100 leggings. You can get leggings on, I can't, you got to say it like that too. You can get them on Amazon for like $20. I don't get it. But d- there are dudes who, dudes who get it. What, what, Kane? They have a whole men's section on the website. Give me, give me a price point. Give me, like, how much are All some right, pants see. or something? Let's go to men's and... What man walks like around? Do they have the logos on them, t- on those two? Men's pants. I'm going to, if you're a dude and you're wearing Lululemon, I have, I'm going to make fun of you. There's a... Uh, I'm not going to apologize for any of this. Relaxed tapered trouser. $148. <laughs> Whew. Oh, you, you guys want to know why you see me all in black most of the time? Because A, I can't dress myself and I just don't have time to sit here and do that. I'm focused on all this stuff. Two, I literally buy like black shirts in bulk online. I literally will like black t-shirts, like good, nice tees that have like the longer sleeves. I, I'll buy that in bulk. And you know, if you got a top loader, you can throw that in with some black dye and just keep it going if you want to refresh. I mean, I'm full of tips. So that's why, because it's easy. It's easy. And I'm like, why do you need to be going in and spend $148 on what? Like a jogger? Is that what they call like thin sweatpants nowadays? They call them joggers? Uh, I sound like a 90-year-old. They look like khakis. They also have ones called Utilitech Carpenter Pant. By the way, does not resemble actually carpenter pants. Where's the hammer go? $148. Shut up. Not kidding. And they look like high waters. Like, you know, the the people that wear the high water... Uh, pants that uh-huh. are up above the ankle socks. Yeah. yeah, that's this pant right here. Oh, ew. Hold on, I gotta Nobody wants to be seeing man ankles. Anyway, long story short, I I mean, it was an interesting... I, the, the, it really went in, because he teased going into the Will Smith stuff, and then when he finally went into it, the whole audience, you could feel the energy through the screen. It was crazy. Crazy. So very, very interesting. All right, we got a lot more on the way. A lot more on the way. In fact, our friend Stephen Yates is going to be joining us as well. Uh, and you don't want to miss. Ask, those are the. Uh, can I just say those are the ugliest pants I've ever seen in my life. Those pants that you just put in slack look like what that grandpa from Up would wear. I've talked a lot about the Keltec KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Keltec KSG? Well, like everything that Keltec invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltecWeapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Keltec. 
All right. So first up, the uh, New York court workers who were fired if they didn't get the vaccine. Well, now they have to be rehired with back pay as the state board has finally I mean, it's only been, what, two and a half years? Scrap the mandate. New York court workers have to be rehired. This is according to uh, the latest ruling from the state's Public Employment Relations Board. They said under terms of the decision that was issued last month, the unified court system has to immediately cease and desist from enforcing policies that require all non-judicial employees to get the fake injection that they call a vaccine or undergo regular testing. If people want to get the injection, that's fine, but don't force me to modify my language and call it a vaccine in the same way that you wouldn't force me to call someone who chopped off their frankenbeans a woman uh also and now this is an interesting thing and i've seen this like for use with a lot of things but really lately with this new york post says that there's a network of twitter bots praising trump but slamming everybody else all the other republicans they said it's a network of bots that have been targeting any of trump's perceived rivals and trolling critics like uh, Mitch McConnell, according to a report on Monday. They say the fake accounts, which number in the hundreds of thousands, are behind a lot of... Honestly, what did I tell you? This is... It's it's trying to bait people into getting into fights and furthering division. And people need to not take this bait and be suspicious of anybody pushing you to take it. Uh, also, this um, this is an actual real story, and I thought it was a joke. I saw it over the weekend, and I really thought it was a joke, but it's real, and it's my favorite story. It's from KATU, Channel 2 ABC. Uh, the story says that the National Park Service warns you, is warning people to not push your slower friend down when running from bears. The National Park Service, it's a very important PSA. They said, quote, don't push a slower friend down when running away, even if the friendship is nearing the end of its life. They gave the cheeky advice in a series of tweets saying, if not friend, why friend shape? What about your other friend? So, I still will push down somebody slower. Since they want to disarm you, That's then then let us be able... Because Bear Base doesn't do anything. Actually, I don't think I've ever... That's the only thing that I'm actually worried about going in the national parks is bears. I've had so many stories from friends of mine. All right, so in addition to this, I told you a little earlier, and we're gonna, we'll talk about this a little more. The crime bill. You guys know that crime, the D.C. crime bill. That was actually withdrawn by the council member who proposed it. So the D.C. crime bill that was going to uh, lower the penalties for carjackings and a bunch of other serious things and also was pushing for D.C. statehood, that's actually been withdrawn. That was sent to Kamala Harris this morning. So very interesting. Uh, so we're going to we'll talk a little bit about what that means. And of course, uh, which we're going to start, we're going to dive into this here coming up. New emails show that Fauci commissioned that 2020 study that he actually went out and used to disprove that coronavirus leaked from a Wuhan lab. I know, we all have questions. Stay with us. We got this and a lot more on the way next. So two examples of just goofy media here. So there's one who I guess saw a picture of Ron DeSantis in cowboy boots and was wondering why he was in cowboy boots apparently, and asking why they had heels on them. And then all of these other, I I guess people who've never been outside of the beltway don't understand why anyone would wear cowboy boots. Cowboy boots are the most universal shoe you could ever wear. You can wear them if you had to only, if you were going on a business trip and you only wanted to take one pair of shoes 
and you wanted to be kind of casual, but then also dress up if you have business dinner in the evening, cowboy boots is where it's at because you can dress them down. You can dress them up. You can wear them with trousers. You can wear them with jeans. You, it is the guy's go-to shoe. And for women, too, really. It really is. That's why people like them so much. And if you get good ones, they're really comfortable. So all these Beltway people are like, why is DeSantis? They've, I've seen them do this before, so this isn't new. But now it's just this, you know, it's a new election cycle. And everyone thinks he's going to run. So they're like, why is he wearing cowboy boots? And that's what they were going with over the weekend. They were all saying the same thing as though it was an original thought. Or maybe they share the same brain cell. And it's more like hive mind, a.k.a. Borg. The other thing was this coming out of CNN with their former president, Jeff Zucker. So the story is this that's out now is that as the pandemic and the lockdown was unfolding, CNN's president, Zucker, ordered the staff to not chase down the lab leak theory because they said it was like a right wing talking point. So to reiterate, a news entity was saying if the people that we don't like are saying it, then we can't investigate it. And that's why I say political tribalism is a mental illness. They would not run this down or investigate it because they had already brushed it off as a right-wing talking point. Can you imagine if every news story was measured by whether it was right-wing or left-wing and whether or not someone talks about it, that's going to be the determination as to whether or not who, whoever's talking about it, that, that means uh, that's going to determine who, if it gets coverage or not. That's an, I mean, th- don't you think that that's an important story? And instead of, instead of actually investigating its merits, they, didn't, they wouldn't have anything to do with it because it was considered a right-wing talking point. Now you wonder why people have no faith in the press because of stuff like this it's and and this has been for years and they've only now until the department of energy and the fbi have concluded that yes it was a lab leak only now are they writing about it but then a lot of them are trying to retcon their approach some of them are trying to pretend that they've talked about it before when they actually haven't and then others are pretending it's a brand new thing that we've never heard of before. We definitely weren't talking about this possibility back when the pandemic first emerged. It's just insane. Now, in Wokery, and I have more on this coming up, USA Powerlifting has to allow transgender athletes to compete in the women's division after they lost a discrimination case. J.C. Cooper, a transgender athlete, sued the Federation in 2021. So they wanted they J.C. Cooper won this discrimination case against U.S. powerlifting. And Cooper filed the complaint in 2019 because he's a dude who identifies as a chick. And he says that he wanted to compete against other women. And he was mad and felt discriminated against because he, a man who wanted to pretend to be a woman, wanted to compete against other women and could not understand why that wasn't being allowed. Here's the thing. There's no discrimination here. This is not it's not discriminatory to sell to tell a guy who thinks that he's a woman that he has to compete in the men's. No, No one's telling him he can't compete. No one is even telling him that he cannot compete dressed up in as in lipstick and makeup. No one's telling him that either. What they're telling him is that you can't take over the women's competition. You were born a male. 
You went through puberty as a male. You've lived as a male, as an adult. You don't get to just suddenly undo all of that and try to force everyone else to pretend that that has not given you a physical advantage. I mean, maybe I just, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if some of these athletes, they do this because they can't cut it in men's competition. And so they think they treat women's leagues and women's competition as a JV route. They, they look at women like, oh, that's JV. Uh, I can go over there and be the big fish in a smaller pond. It makes me wonder if that's, I mean, I kind of think that that's the reason why some of them do this. No one was telling that this guy that he couldn't do this. No one was telling this guy that he couldn't go and power lift with other dudes. He's probably getting his ass kicked, and so he wanted to go and lift with women. No, you're not being, you're not being discriminated against because women weren't able to compete with men in men's leagues. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. So, uh, man, this is one fight. There is a Florida couple that got into a big fight, and that escalated even more when the man set her wig on fire. They were arguing over a text message. This is in Coral Springs. Police there received a domestic disturbance call from a victim who said her boyfriend, Antoine Clay, had assaulted her and set fire to her stuff. When the victim, uh, when police showed, showed up, the victim told officers that Clay returned home. They began an argument over messages between her and another individual. The victim told police at one point, Clay grabbed her wig and used a lighter to burn it. And officers found a half-burnt wig on the ground outside the residence. So she said that he also threatened to burn her clothes and was the aggressor. Uh, they said that uh, he could burn the wig. He literally told this to police. He could burn it because he paid for it. He was placed under arrest by Coral Springs police and transported to the Broward County Jail. Mm. Uh, let's see. This, uh, oh boy. A fleeing, motor, a fleeing Florida motorcyclist flipped off police and then was hit by a truck because he was too busy watching the police to flip them off. I'm <sighs> Volusia County Sheriff's office had it. He's facing multiple charges. He blew right through a red light. He was fleeing local police and he flipped them off. And then right as he did it, because he wasn't looking, he got T-boned by a truck. The three minute video was actually shared to Volusia County Sheriff's office Facebook page. He was popping wheelies and like cutting in and out of traffic, which is why police were called. They were called by other motorists who said that he was the guy was dangerous uh, and he was going really, really fast. And uh, Joshua Richardson, one of the motorcyclists, uh, had looked back, flipped the bird, traveled right into the intersection and then got promptly hit by the truck. Miraculously, our story doesn't end here. He survived and then tried to run away on foot. Police apprehended him. It's all on camera. And then as they handcuffed him, Richardson goes, I'm hurt. And one of the deputies goes, you're an idiot. And Richardson says, I know. And he was <laughs> taken into custody. What in the world? Oh, boy. So uh, and then Sumner County deputies were called uh, to a park on County Road where 48 year old Mark Malone was hallucinating and said someone was trying to rob him. And when a deputy approached Malone, he whispered, they are back. He was in possession of a ton of meth, like a bunch of meth. Uh, he was immediately taken to Sumter County Detention Center uh, where his bond was set. Yeah, he, he he was called. Residents were concerned because this guy was freaking out running on side of the road. 
Oh my, it's not funny, but man, I mean, I can just imagine some of these encounters that police have. I mean, good heavens. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.